Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing? It's your guy Larry, and you just tune in to Black News Biblecast. This is the portion of my podcast that I talk on the scriptures, Bible, devotions, and all things that will show us God's God's blessing and just you know teaching us how to live our best life for Christ um, in 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 this world. So, anyways. Um, I'm glad that you tuned in and uh, we are closer than ever to Christmas. Um, as of this recording, we're less than a week away from Christmas being here. Um, hopefully you guys got your shopping in and hopefully you're trying to get it in at least before the very last minute. Um, and then also, you know, some of you might be um, flying out to uh, different locations for families and stuff. So please, please always be safe and be safe on the roads and, and, and also, you know, on the way to the airports and things like that, you know, gotta, gotta really be careful and also pray, uh, for God's traveling grace as you go to and fro from your destinations. So we are at the last part of our devotion, um, called the Christmas story. Uh, hopefully you had a chance to follow us in the Bible, um, about the story of, of Christ. And, um, this is, like I said, this has been a really good story about the message of Jesus Christ, um, and how he was born and just the celebration surrounding that. Um, there was a lot of good news, you know, uh, about the, about the birth of Jesus Christ and, and, you know, properly so, because remember, this is, was, this was God, um, uh, giving the gift of salvation to mankind. And I think that, you know, as you read the Bible or as you read and study the scriptures about the birth of Christ and how the angels, you know, they celebrated the, the, the coming of the King, the, the King of Israel or, or Jesus Christ, you know, this was um, phenomenal. And not only that, but we also know, you know, Jesus was very important um, to, you know, the salvation of man. So I think that this is the reason why that um, this is this type of um, this this story has been. Um, not only repeated and preached um, around the time of of uh, Christmas season, but um, you know, just just being told, and and it's a good time to really reflect on on God's love for us. You know, this really is going back to God Himself that He, like it says, He so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So it is because of God that we have what we have, and and you know, praise God for that, right? So, um, again, this is the last portion of it. Um, I believe we're, we're going to be getting into John three sixteen, and then also, um, stay tuned for the, um, another part of the Bible story as well, or the Christmas story, I should say, um, in the, there's a part, um, that I've been wanting to share, um, that it did the, the devotion for some reason, it didn't really want to, I guess, want to highlight that part. It, it probably wasn't important to the, the, the theme of it, but I wanted to mention it so stay tuned for the second part of that uh talk about you know the part where you know a uh, god protected um mary and joseph um when the child was born from one location to another location they had to be instructed uh joseph in, you know particularly had to be instructed to leave uh, a certain location because of king herod at the time and how they god protected them and guided them um 
another angel appearance in the dream. So, you know, definitely uh, want to stay tuned for that, too, as I talk through that, too, as well. So without further ado, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy this next episode of Black News Biblecast. So we are finally the at the last part or yeah, part six. Welcome, welcome. And um, looking at the end of our devotion here for the Christmas story and what a wonderful verse to end um, a good devotion, devotional um, with reading from John 316 and 17 and why don't we just go ahead and get into this and we'll talk a little bit about it for this is how god loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life god sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him all right so let's just talk about this a little bit so first of all we understand now as far as in the christmas story and the message of christmas about christ uh coming into the world um through all the events that we just read through um the angels angel visitations through the miraculous birth of mary through the prophetic scriptures of the old testament into the new testament through the the uh, lineage that you know that we discovered with Jesus uh, being in the lineage of King David and all the different connections but out of all those wonderful things and even the the uh, angels visitation to the shepherds shepherds spreading the word of God and the gospel basically through all those things we really discover that if anything we need to remember is that God so loved us so much that he he sent his son into the world so he gave us his one and only son so there's a lot to to look into even John 3:16 because this is one of the most quoted verses um I would say one of the most quoted verses in the Bible I don't know whether it's the most quoted verse but I know that even people that pretty much don't you know that either are not frequently uh frequent churchgoers or anything of that nature they even know this verse but it's very important to embrace what this is really talking about it's talking about the love that god has for us you know his creation and in spite of what you may feel about god and religion or anything of that nature um just a mere fact that that there is someone that is beyond our uh, i guess beyond our our scope of visual scope of things of what we see we the bible talks about a god whether we believe him or not or believe in him or not that he loves us and I think that's something that most of us um, need to look look into and really need to um, 
think about for, you know, you know, think about in our lives. And even as we go to church, even as we pray, when we read the read our Bibles, um, when we tell others about Christ and and spread the gospel, we have to remember that um, it's love. The message is love. Um, the Christmas message is love. In other words, um, the reason why the songs and the carols are sung the way they are, you know, joy to the world and, and, and a little old little town of Bethlehem. And, you know, even even just some of the, our traditional songs, we have to, you know, we, we got to remember it's all about love. And the reason why he loved us and, and, and desire to love us the way he does is because number one, he wants us to have eternal life. He know, he wants us to understand and know that beyond this life, um, when we live this life on earth, whether you may believe in, in the afterlife or not, that there is eternal life. You will live on forever. And, you know, this is, Regardless of, of where you, where, what part of the argument you may sit on, but the, the, the bottom line is you, you will live eternally in one or two destinations. Either one will be with the Lord or one without Him. Okay, so some will say heaven and hell, which I do believe that. In other words, heaven, you know, being with God in the presence of the Lord or, or hell, which is, separated from the Lord separated separated from his presence at, at some point so you know you will live forever in one of one or two of these destinations it is entirely your choice there is no you know at the end there is no real way where God you know in spite of what people say oh he's he's um, gonna put you there no we ultimately have a full-out choice as to what direction and what what decision that we will make um, our life and our and our time here on earth gives us the opportunity to continue to choose and the, the sacrifice has been made over 2000 years ago. Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. He shed his blood for us. The reason for God sending his son is to is to give man a sacrifice. God himself says that there is there there is there needs to be a savior, but it also needs to be a payment for the sin that that has been that has come into the world and that we are all affected by this sin. Okay. Now verse 17 says that God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world. Okay. Now he, he sent his son into the world, not to judge it, but to save the world through him. Remember everything that God is doing is not to uh, uh, make your life hard or, or, kill your joy basically he's trying he's sending his son into the world to save the world and again this is this is again embracing the entire message of christmas and the gift if you want to if you want to call it a gift it is a gift salvation is a gift coming from god and ultimately we receiving that gift freely without cost, without, without doing anything, any effort on our part or any, um, any, um, um, you know, just any record of, of how well we do or how good we are. Um, I don't care how many 
how much how much things that you chalk up on your good list it does not qualify you or me to you know be in right relationship with the lord it doesn't qualify that in other words this verse is clearly telling us here that that God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. He also says um, further up there, he says that he gave this, he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. In other words, um, there is, there is two choices, perish or have eternal life. And, you know, again, this is, again, it doesn't matter how, how much you do, how much I do, no, no matter how many times I go to church, no matter how many times in the morning I read my Bible, not even if I pray, if I do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, or if I not have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, then, you know, unfortunately, I will perish. It's very important. How do you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ? Simply by, like it says here, he says that, he says, so that everyone who believes in him, that's simply that you have to believe in Jesus Christ, the son of God. There's no way that you could um, bypass Jesus in a way you cannot go to God without Jesus. Um, so there are many things that I hear and arguments and even statements I've heard in the world today and in the, in the, in the, you know, the time that I'm living and over time, you know, that many people either feel, you know, and I'm not talking about Christians. I'm just talking about people in general that when we, when you have conversations with them, it's just, you know, you got to remember this is not what we pick and choose. This is what God has chosen. This is what God has, has instituted in his word. If you want to live for God, you have to go by what he is saying. And this is what he is saying. Now, yes, I'm not saying that you can't choose. You could choose however way of belief that you have. Maybe there's there are people that don't believe in Jesus Christ, but they believe in God. You That is your choice. That is your choice and your ability. But it does not mean that the results will end the way that according to this Bible, if you're going to if you're if you're going according to his word, then you have to go according to his word. But if you say, well, I see what this says, but I believe this. Well, then so be it. You have that choice. You have that freedom to believe that. But at the end of the day, if you're not if you're not lined up with what the word of God is saying, then unfortunately, you will not have the results of what the word of God is saying. And so it sounds kind of narrow minded or maybe it sounds kind of, you know, kind of one sided or what have you. But this is what the word is telling us. So, um, yeah. So we have to remember, though, that love, love is the true gift that God has given us and salvation um, being that, you know, salvation is what he um, is giving us for free with no effort, no nothing on our own. Okay, and I believe that this is such a wonderful, wonderful way um, to celebrate Christmas. When we give a gift to one another, we should, we should be reminded 
of how God gave his gift to us. And that is through his son, Jesus Christ, and the sacrifice that was made, the salvation. And so when you see the nativity scenes and you go to the Christmas programs, I went to a, last night, I went to a wonderful a wonderful Christmas program out there in um, in Roseville and Granite Bay, um, Bayside of, of Bayside Church of uh, Granite Bay. They always have such a wonderful um, such a wonderful um, um, uh, program that they put on, and I, I must say they they you know did not disappoint. So you know again they you know displaying the the message of Christ and the, and the love that God has for us. So. When you again, when you go to the to your programs and and celebrate Christmas this, you know, coming up pretty soon here, we're like less than a week away now. Um, yeah, you know, remember remember the that the gift that the true gift that was given to us to all mankind and and all you know all mankind was the gift of salvation through God's Son Jesus Christ, and this was not an easy gift. This was His only. This was a sacrifice of his only son, okay? And the sacrifice on the cross was not easy. It wasn't like he just was able to go through the pain and the anguish and the and the and the separation from the Lord. That's really what it came down to. He separated himself from God so that we would never have to worry about a separation from from God. He went through the the agony of sin and death for us, okay? He he's the one that that suffered through through that will never ever have to worry about going through what he went through if we accept the 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 gift that god has given us through jesus christ amen so that's about all i have on this uh particular um segment of our of our devotion. I'm so glad that you guys um, had a chance to walk through this um, entire devotion with me and, um, you know, just, you know, just, just kind of journeying in through the Christmas story. Listen, if you ever want to continue with the Christmas story, there is plenty of um, information about the events leading up to the, the birth of Christ. Um, King the the story of King Herod is very interesting and very compelling uh, when it comes to you know his efforts of, of what he tried to eliminate the the um, the young boys um, or firstborn um, as you as you read throughout the Bible especially in the Old Testament you find you find this thing happening once again um, back in the time of Moses as well and so. There's a reason why things like this happen is because they're simply trying to eliminate uh, the coming of of, say, uh, one as a savior. So um, we can see that Jesus survived that um, he survived all the way up to the time of his crucifixion. And this was this is also something to be said about the the um, sovereignty of God and how God is still in control regardless. And he he his plan will still go forth regardless of how how other words in your life, no matter what you go through. 
Sometimes the events and situations that occur in your life may seem like they're out of control, but as long as you are in constant communication with God and, and you're constantly talking with him, you're constantly doing the things that you're, you're, you're doing with, with him in mind and putting him first, understand that yes, your circumstances may not always be perfect. It may not always turn out the way you think they ought to turn out. You will have ups and downs. You know, again, the Bible never, never tells us um, or never uh, promises us that we are going to have a perfect life or a life that will be without problems. He never promises that. So with that being said, you know, it's always important for us to align ourselves with God, you know, talk with God. Um, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect. I'm not saying that at all. As a matter of fact, the Bible understands that we are imperfect creatures or we are imperfect human beings. This is the reason why God brought us or sent his son into the world because we were imperfect, because we make mistakes, because we, we, we have our, just our way of, of how we are. You know, sometimes we get angry. Sometimes we, we feel you know, um, just just feel like we're treated unfair sometimes or we might do things that we shouldn't do. You know, we, we live a very imperfect life. And so this is the one of the reasons why Christ has 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 been sent into the world to redeem us of our imperfection. Am I saying that you're going to be perfected even after? No, this is all about faith. This is all about receiving Christ. This is all about our our walk after this. And you and I will continue this journey of life until the day that we no longer are living on this on this earth. So, again, I just wanted to take this time to share with you, you know, the, the last part of this Christmas story. I hope you guys, you, you and your family will have such a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy your family. And if not, enjoy your friends, enjoy your coworkers. Um, I even, I even got a chance. We had a, um, a company party or a, just a potluck, you know, in our area. And it was just wonderful to just take some time to just kind of, you know, um, you know, pause for a minute and celebrate and celebrate with each other and sit down and have a meal with each other. And I thought that was wonderful. So, you know, whether or not you have your company party or maybe you have a family gathering, gathering or friend gathering or what have you, maybe it's maybe it's a group of you, group of you. Maybe it's not, you know, but just just, you know, enjoy the moments that you have in your life. You know, um, not everything has to be hard. But uh, understand this and going toward the end of the year into a new year, you know, the things that happen in the past is, is in the past. You don't take those old things or those negative things or bad memories into a new year. It's time to forget those things. So, again, that's about all I have. Um, I really wish you guys uh, such a wonderful and Merry Christmas and, and, and just a prosperous new year as we go from, you know, head into the year of 2020. So, again, you know, I, I hope the best for you and your family. And with that being said, I will talk to you soon.
Hey, good morning. So, um, I am going to, even though we are done with the, um, the rest of the devotional, there is one, um, portion of scripture that I do want to share with you. Um, and this is regarding, um, this is found in Matthew chapter two. Um, this was after King Herod, um, was, you know, basically had heard that, um, somewhat the Messiah was born. Now, one of the things that I want to share with you is that King Herod was not, um, a stupid man. Number one, first of all, let me establish the fact that he was not someone that was excited of, of Jesus being born. Um, Basically, he wanted to worship or wanted to find out where he was in order to get rid of him. And we see this, um, we see this happen in scripture right here when, uh, King Herod, he's inquiring of the wise men. So let me, um, let's, let's kind of read this scripture and I'm going to commentate a little bit about it so that, um, this is going to be the only part that, um, I believe wasn't in the, um, in, in the, uh, devotion that we studied. So it says Jesus was born in Bethlehem in, Ju- in Judea. And I'm reading from, I'm sorry, I'm reading from chapter two, verse one. And so some of this we've already read before, but there's a part that the, the next part, it hasn't been read. So, so Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, verse 2, Where is the newborn king of, of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Verse 3 says, King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers and of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? Now, verse five, it says in Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. Now, they quote the prophet as it's saying here, um, verse six, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd of uh, for my people Israel. Now verse seven, then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Verse eight, then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. Verse nine, after this interview, the wise men went their way and they, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, uh, I'm sorry, the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Verse 12, when it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. So let me stop right there. So this is the key right here. So the, the wise men went. They found where the, the child was. 
um, according to the star that that guided them. And so when they went, when they got to their destination, they found the child with the mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him and, and gave them gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Now, when they decided to leave, they 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 themselves decided to go to another go by another route, leave their own. I'm, I'm sorry, return to their own country by another route. So listen, they weren't they weren't going to go back and tell King Herod where the child was um, because they were already warned by God um, basically not to return to Herod because Herod, his intentions was wrong. Um, he wanted to find out definitely if he's going to be there so that possibly he can kill the child. OK. Now, the next part part that I'm going to read is, not, is um, the part that hasn't been in the devotional. And so I thought this was very um, important to kind of bring up. So the next part is this, uh, the escape to Egypt. Verse 13 of chapter 2 of uh, Matthew chapter 2. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared in Joseph, to Joseph in a dream. Get up. Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Okay. Verse 14. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord has spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem for uh, who were two years old and under based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal actions fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. Verse 18, this is the this is what the prophet had spoken. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, re refusing to be comfort for they are dead. Then verse 19 says, when Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, and the angel said, take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. Verse 21, so Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus. He was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in the town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said. He will be called a Nazarene. All right. So very quickly on this, um, we see how the, how God continued to protect um, what was you notice the scripture was calling him the child. There had been some time that that took place. So in other words, we can only assume that um, when the baby was born, 
when Jesus was born, basically, um, after the angels told Joseph to head to Egypt, there had been some time where they were hiding in Egypt and until Herod had passed away. So it doesn't really, it doesn't give details as to how long they were in Egypt. Um, but we can tell that obviously the, the, there had possibly been years that had passed and if you notice here, I, I at least I've noticed when I when I read verse 21. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. Now the scripture calls him Jesus. So obviously right here, I'm, we can only assume that there had been some years that passed because he went from just being the child to Jesus. So, you know, I'm. You know, I'm just thinking that he could have been, he could have been two years, it could have been three years, maybe even four years. But um, at that time, um, the angel appeared to Joseph in a dream, letting him know that he can come back. Now, of course, you know, like he's like it says here, but when he learned that a new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go, okay, go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. Now, one of the things that I pick up on this too is understanding this, that sometimes, again, we understand that God um, will, will help you along in dreams or in this case, you know, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. And it's, it's funny how Joseph plays a pivotal role in this or in a good role in this uh, story as well, being that he's the father of Jesus. He's the head of, you know, well, basically the stepfather, I would say, because he's not really a biological father of Jesus, but he's still, you know, the head of the family and he's, you know, the wife of, I mean, the husband of Mary. So, you know, being that this was all done through him, you notice where, you know, God was dealing with Joseph, giving him instructions on what to do, where to go. And that's a wonderful thing. And one thing that we have to remember, and this is a good example of how God um, deals with us sometimes, is that a lot of times in life, you know, as you're, you know, God gives you directions on what to do, where to go, when to go, you know, um, when not to go. So, I see that a lot and this is a, a, a great example actually even through even though uh, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream um, not so much um, the fact that you know how or this the how this was done but for us to understand that how God is really really um, he's he's really um, into you know, direction and guidance. And, and it's important to follow God's guidance. Now, I do find it interesting, though, that he, you know, he found out that later on that King Herod was was dead, of course. But then Archelaus, you know, he found out like that was his son. Now, of course, he responded like any other person would have responded in this situation. Of course, he was afraid to go. He was afraid to, you know, go back to the area where, you know, where, um, the relative is ruling. And so he didn't want to make, he wanted to make sure that everything was going to be fine. Everything was going to be cool. He'll be safe. His family will be safe. His son, important, importantly, his son would be safe from, 
uh, any any type of plot to even kill his son at the time. So you notice here it does say that afterwards, then he another dream. Then after being warned in a dream, he left uh, for Galilee, or no, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So you know, it's it's amazing that how God continues to guide us and guide guide Joseph even through this process and and the protection was done now this is also um, a way that we understand that God does understand how we are as humans now am I saying that God would have wouldn't have protect protected um, Joseph had he went even though Archelaus was ruling it you know it doesn't really say but you know, it doesn't give the opportunity for that event or that situation to happen if he if he chose the direction to go ahead head on in. But the wonderful thing about it, though, is that God still was directing and guiding Joseph in doing what he what he was directed to do. And this is a wonderful thing. So I wanted to kind of mention this because, um, again, Jesus you know, was protected throughout the entire thing. God understood he overseen this whole event from the time he was born and uh, until the time that it, it was uh, destined for him to die. If you notice, um, I always I always say this, that, um, you know, Jesus was born to die. You know, his purpose was to sacrifice his life for us, the salv- for salvation. And there was no time that even though Jesus in his ministry, he could have been danger, been in danger of his life at that time. God continued to protect and sustain the death away from him until the moment and the opportune time. Remember this in life as you as you go, as you live for the Lord, remember that the Lord you know, continues to guide and direct you, protect you, you know, he protects us through all different types of situations. We never know, you know, when God's angels are surrounding us or as we go, you know, go here and there to our destinations and jobs and things like that. So, you know, always remember that a lot of times I, I pray, um, you know, sometimes either before leaving on a trip or sometimes, you know, we ought to pray. Honestly, you know, I should be praying more um, like I, as I'm you know, going to work and coming from work, because, again, you never know um, the dangers and the pitfalls that lie ahead of us sometimes, not to scare anybody. But a lot of times, you know, God is protecting us as we go play, from place to place. OK, Um Always remember that God is deeply involved with us. So that's about all that I really have for this section. Um, again, I thank you so much for just following me in this devotional. And um, this was a wonderful devotional that showed a lot of different aspects. And it, like I said before, it almost seems like it could have been, you know, actually watching this as a movie, you know, because there was so much different so many different things and the angels the angels is where i really um draw from this story is the angels really played a a good role in this in this whole entire thing from the time of the appearance before mary and and how you know gabriel um explained to mary that she was going to be born of 
have born a child from from the most high um how she was going to be favored um that's that was wonderful even to the point of um uh elizabeth actually you know elizabeth um carrying john the baptist and how that angel came before zachariah you know the priest and so there were so many things so many points in this story where the angel um either the angel gabriel or the angel that appeared in, in in a dream to joseph um there was so many, um, in, you know, uh, important parts of this. And, you know, even though the, the, um, the angels appeared a lot in the story of, of Jesus and the birth of Jesus Christ, um, the angels, they really have an important role throughout the Bible. They don't appear as much to me as, as frequently as they did in this story, but there has been other part, the other times in which angels do pay, play an important role in the life of believers so um again i i know that um that again this is a this is a phenomenal story the most important thing to remember is that like i said during the christmas season um as we enjoy ourselves with our families and going places here and there and just you know just doing the things that we do seasonally just to remember that you know jesus christ is the is the gift from god that salvation has been given to us you know so next time as you you know as you share uh, share that and share this story with others too Next time when you share with others about Christmas and if you love Christmas just like I do, you know, um, yeah, just enjoy this time and and remember the the real reason for the season uh, for the season. And again, it's not so much, you know, where, you know, um, Jesus was born or when he was born, you know, because, of course, there is a debate about, you know, was he actually born on Christmas Day, you know, but. Judging by the uh, the star account, like they were saying about when the star was was actually seen, the astronomers, they they actually did record um, uh, research about when the star actually appeared um, in that time of the time frame. And yeah, it was around the time of, say, what we celebrate as Christmas as far as here in America. Remind, um, just to, you know, the thing is, is that the Jewish calendar or the yeah of the Jewish calendar in the Middle East is a, is a little bit different than the American calendar. So there is a difference. There is um, maybe um, some slight differences on that. But um, yeah, there's there's um, a lot of programs and things that I've actually watched and and I thought it was really interesting. If you ever find that interesting, yeah, go ahead and do the research on that. And I'm sure by now you can see this on YouTube and things like that. You can find out that you know certain um, people have done research on the star. They call it the Star of David or the star that appeared before the. Um, over the you know where that led people to see where jesus was remember the star was also um shown not only to the wise men of of the the middle east but also the shepherds as well so the star actually guided them as well so pretty pretty awesome pretty phenomenal but that's about all i have and again i appreciate you know this time and um, you know, just enjoy this. So, um, after Christmas, we'll probably be getting more back into some more devotionals and possibly even some stories, some pivotal stories about people in the Bible that really w- I would love to share with you and, and, you know, just have that time. So, you guys have a wonderful week. Enjoy yourself. Be safe out there. And I'll be talking to you soon.